In today's episode, we're speaking to Michelle Bullet. Michelle is a transformational business and life coach who helps compassionate business owners and creative entrepreneurs all over the world clarify and manifest their visions with more confidence, impact, and alignment towards the, the truth. She runs a multi-six-figure coaching business offering online group coaching program, private coaching, and of course, in-person retreats. Let's speak to Michelle and find out how she changed her life. She changed her life by changing her mindset. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame, and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we have the pleasure and the honor of speaking to the wonderful, the amazing Michelle Boulay. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Thank you so much for coming, Michelle. Michelle, people have heard your intro. They know how amazing you are. But in your own words, please tell us what it is that you do. I am a life and business coach, a healer and a dancer. And primarily right now, I work with creative professionals and entrepreneurs in aligning their dreams with their with their body, their mind, and their soul and their fullest potential. Because it's, you know, I think the biggest thing for me, and you'll hear some of this, having um, gone through a lot of struggles as a dancer, mm. I had to learn how to overcome obstacles and how to work with them. And I think the thing we forget is that that's actually where our growth point is through the discomfort. Agreed. So that's what I love helping people do, not always making it painful, you know, necessarily, but like helping people see, oh, this is the place for growth. Look here. This is where your power is. Wonderful. Wonderful. All right. So that's, that's, it, it brings me nicely onto the, the next um, question, which is how did you get started with Michelle? So if you're a dancer, how did you end up becoming a life coach? So I got injured a fair amount as a teenager. So mm-hmm. I started dancing when I was about five years old. And at 13, I had my first uh, surgery on both of my feet because I was wearing ballet ballet shoes that were too small because I wanted to make my feet look better. Mm. I didn't have the like, but they call them ballet banana feet, you know, just like those really pointy feet. My mom's from the Philippines. We're like a little more flat footed. Mm. (laughs) And um, there was that there. And then at 16, I was injured again and had to completely quit dancing. And, and then, and that was a hard point in my life. You know, you could Mm. see in my eyes, if I look back at pictures of myself as a teen, my, my eyes are a little dull, just, I wasn't happy. Mm. And I went to university and coincidentally ended up at a place with an incredible dance program. Mm. And they started to train me in a a more holistic way of working with my body Mm. before it was like, here's the problem. Let's work on the problem. Let's look at where the problem is. And that just never, never solved anything for Mm. me. So it was through dance that I learned to think more holistically. I learned to open my mind and my body literally to mm. making things possible. Mm. And that became a question for me as a, as a dancer. It especially came to more conscious awareness in my late teens, early 20s. How can I become available 
to the power, to the energy that wants to move through me. And I, I, I like obsessed about that. You know, I started mm. studying more holistic healing practices. Any injury then became an opportunity to understand more. I was teaching, you know, from college. And right when I, when I moved to New York city, I started teaching right away. Mm. Um, so that was always a place for me to bring coherence to what I was studying. And just through all of that, you know, it was just this fascination, fascination with potential and also other ways of looking at reality. Mm. You know, because I think our limits actually um, send us into the challenges, right? So that that's the place to grow. So for me, at first, it was working with my body in a holistic way. Then, then at one point, um, this is probably, gosh, how old was I? <laughs> well, in my early twenties, still, when I started to understand that consciousness was really all there is, mm. you know, and, and it was literally those moments when my, my back was in pain, but, but I went to see my practitioner and we would work on my anger. The back pain goes away. Mm. I sprain my ankle. I get an energetic healing treatment and the ankle pain goes away and they don't even touch my ankle. Mm. So then I started studying that in right. 2000. Yeah. I got certified in 2008 and it was that energy healing work, my creative practice, like having an international award-winning career in dance. You know, I'm not going to say I didn't work hard, <laughs> but hard in terms of diligently, you know, with passion and dedication and consistency. And then I, I just found, you know, in this quest for improvement and growth, which is the natural way of life, I wanted to learn more. And then I wanted to work with clients who wanted to learn more. So it wasn't enough for me to just have someone come and say, okay, can you just kind of make me feel a little bit better? It's like, mm. no, what do you want to make happen? Mm. What are your goals? Where is the place where you will be called to grow the most? Mm. Let's go there. Because it's, you know, I got to say this, it's, it's not the easiest journey and it's not, it's sometimes a lonely journey. It is. Yeah. So I think, you, you know, that, so once you start to, you know, open your eyes to it, I think it's so important to create community around it to find people who are on a similar path mm. and just to keep like stoking the fires of that thing. That's true in your heart. And that's, what's true in my heart and how I want to serve people. And that's, it sounds amazing. And I, but I want to dig a bit deeper and find out, you know, the, how did you, I, I know you trained and I know you, when you get this amazing aha moments, when, especially if someone's healed your ankle without touching it, it's, it's coming from a legal background. I know I, you always sort of know about the metaphysical, but you don't really accept it because, you know, we, we're used to using our logic. But it's one thing experiencing it. It's another thing training up and trying to build a profession around it. So how did you work on your mindset and the imposter syndrome and all the other things that come up when you go from being a dancer to a healer? It was such a natural progression for me hmm? because of all the injuries I experienced before I was even 20 years old. Right. And you know, I knew I loved teaching. Mm. I've been teaching for probably nearly three decades. Mm. And, and it just was, you know, it's like, it's so funny. I see friends of mine, or I go and see my, my sister's kids and they're like, oh my God, she's trying to teach them again, you know, or <laughs> cause I, I just love imparting that information. Mm. So, you know, all of the, the work I was studying, I, you know, I'm, I'm on the subway in New York city. I'm reading manuals on energy healing. I'm mm -hmm. like just getting as much information as I can in all the spare moments that I can. I'm practicing on my, you know, first it was my sisters and my family. Then it was all the dancers who knew me as a teacher and mm -hmm. trusted me enough to come work with me and say, I don't know what Michelle does, but I trust her. I don't understand this energy healing thing. 
So it actually became the thing that helped my dance career. Oh, and there's okay. a, yeah, there's a choreographer I worked with for 15 years and, and he could see, he was like, what happened? You know, like when I started studying, it's called the body talk system, hmm. you know, like big shifts started happening in my dance work because I came in with a completely new understanding, which I was embodying mm, a and new people, mindset by the sounds of it. Totally, totally, totally. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's interesting. I've taught a lot in Europe and it's funny because in, in the U S it's all like we dance, we move, it's all embodiment in Europe. A lot of times in the places I've taught, it's the theory and the thinking. And people would say to me in Europe, they're like, Oh, it's, it's interesting because I get to be in my body in a way that they're, we're always talking about how to think. Hmm. So I think that as you know, with my, how long has it been almost, almost, Oh my God, 40 years of dancing under my belt. You know, it's like, that's, that's the thing that I would say is unique to how I'm able to work with people because there's so much, I've spent so much time working with the embodied experience. So what would be your advice to someone who, who's exploring the other spiritual side to themselves, but is either stuck in logic or stuck in, in their own mind, so to speak, because a lot of the times you know, it sounds amazing that it was a natural progression for you, but you had that, you know, those injuries and maybe those reference points. For the average person, it's it's not that common. It's, oh, I, uh, you know, I've experienced this, this amazing thing happened, but it's very difficult to, you know, to do, to build a whole new life around it. And how, so how did you go about doing that as well? You know, you know getting clients and treating them and supporting them and teaching them a whole new way. There's one thing about, you know, teaching something you've been doing for 40 years, it's another thing trying to, and people understand dancing, people understand ballet, they understand all those technicalities, but spirituality and energy healing, because I'm an energy healer myself, and this is what I'm trying to pick your brains out. You know, and there, there are people out there listening who are entrepreneurs who are also awakening to their spirituality, awakening to the spiritual healing within them. How would we, or how would they, you know, explore this and learn and have faith that they too can achieve the level of success that you have achieved? because you have done phenomenally well. So I, I know you're very modest about it, but I want to know what what gave you the courage that you could do it? Gosh, that's such a great question. I think I was passionate. Mm, and that's key, myself, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, dancing, it wasn't like my parents were like, go dance, you know, be a professional dancer. They're like, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> it was, and like, thankfully I had this practice. I mean, of course they like supported me, started dancing mm. when I was four or five, but then, you know, it's like come high school, what are you going to do in college? You know, you know, aren't you going to be a doctor or a lawyer or something mm. like that? And, but I feel fortunate that I found this thing that I could let myself be passionate about. Mm. And I think everyone has that, but not everyone gives themselves or was taught how to give themselves permission to feel that. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. And I think once a person starts to tune into that, Mm. and and the listening i mean someone's passion and and their guidance from spirit will take that will take a person to places that go counter to probably a lot of the things that they were 
you know, raised to believe. Agreed. Definitely. (laughs) I can relate to that when I wanted to do this and I my, you know, I'm a lawyer qualified in three jurisdictions. My brother, my father could not understand why I would do this rather than go back to what I had trained and spent all these years in money studying. So yeah, it, it, it was very counterintuitive. It was right against the grain. But yeah, you yeah, have, you just have this inner knowing, don't you? Yes, I think a person does. And it's it's about learning how to listen to that. And yeah. I have my my monthly group that I work with. That's something we work on through movement every single month. Hmm. But everyone does have an innate wisdom, hmm. you know, that they're that that they're being called to listen to. And of course, just like everything, there's an ebb and flow, right? Like sometimes it's really easy, sometimes it's harder. Hmm. So, but but developing that consistency to listen. Like actually, I'll say this: when I first took my, my, when I took my first energy healing course, I walked into that room and I was like, I don't know who these people are. I was like used to being around dancers, but I just heard of my own voice or some voice say, I'm not sure where this is taking me, but I know this is going to change my life. So I just showed up and went through the discomfort of feeling like I didn't belong. And was this the right place for me to be? Because I have perfectionist tendencies. I want to do it right all the time. You know, so so to just yeah. go somewhere where I was like, I don't know what this is going to, what's going to happen around this. And, you know, your story of that, that, that was your whole paradigm you were raised with, right? Like, mm-hmm. no, you do it this way. Yeah. And this for any person, it's like, you get a hit, like, wait a second. Well, I, I want to do this. And then quickly the paradigm will come in and say why you shouldn't. Yeah. Agreed. You know, so it's being able to listen to that thing, that desire that doesn't go away because desire, the, the root of that word is of the spirit or or of spirit or of the stars that's mm. spirit speaking through you and to learn to listen to that is it's a beautiful journey to take and that is absolutely amazing and i agree it's a beautiful journey so tell us what has this opened up for you i know this has opened up a whole new world but personally what has this enabled you to do that you would think is your biggest achievement so far Oh, that's such a great question too. Um, and, I'll, and I'll just be like totally upfront and say this because I was writing a blog post for this around, are you blind to your brilliance? Mm. Because, you know, I'm a high achiever. I work with a lot of high achievers and I think we do this thing of hiding what mm. we've achieved. And I, I, I had this hit this weekend. I was looking back and I was like, oh gosh, I'm still not fully celebrating mm. the things that I've done, you know, in terms of uh, being told when I was 16 that I didn't have the right body for dancing, um, and then going on to have an international career in dance, working in like 25 countries around the world, teaching, performing, choreographing, winning uh, Bessie Awards, uh, which is the equivalent of like a Grammy or an Oscar in the mm-hmm. New York dance scene. You know, so that that's a big deal mm-hmm. <laughs> for people telling me that it, you know I wasn't meant to do this. And then also, you know, the, the, the place I'm in now, which I would have never imagined I'd be in is not too many years ago. I wanted to learn how to make more money. Right. Yeah. And again, it was this place of, I don't really know why. And I had all these judgments around it, Mm -hmm. but I started to follow it. And then I hired a coach to help me make more money after mm-hmm. much resistance on my part. Mm-hmm. And within six months, I was able to take the income that I had made from my healing work the previous year and three and a half times it. Wow. And then, okay. you know, within two years, I 10 times it mm-hmm. and it continues to grow. 
So that is something sometimes even my coaches and mentors have to be like, Michelle, look at what you've done. Like Mm. this is, this puts you in right now, you know, at least the top 10% of, of business, female business owners in the United States. And it's Mm. just like, oh, you know, it's, I almost forget it. And it's, I have to remind myself to celebrate. And in fact, it's something I want to do with my community at the, at the, um, you know, this is going into the end of the year, the start of a new year. It's like, we got to learn how to celebrate ourselves Mm. because that, you know, what, what you focus on grows and that that's the celebration grows and what you will come to celebrate grows with that also. I agree. I think this is something that I I encourage people and it's funny, we can encourage other people, but then we, we sometimes miss the ball ourselves. And I know that I talk about self-love and about, uh, you know, really celebrating your wins. And then I'm also guilty of the fact that I brush over my wins. Okay, next. What's next? Because overachievers have a habit of, okay, I'm not being there. What's next? And they want to go into the next task, next big project, next big thing. And we're all guilty of it. But every now and again, we have to stop, take a breather and appreciate how far you've come. Because otherwise, because of the way we set our goals, the next thing is really far away too. We're seeing like, oh my God, how am I going to get there? But you have to see how far you've already come and celebrate that on the way. Otherwise, you'll always be striving and never arriving because you don't know when you've arrived. So this is so key and so apt for the end of the year where you have to celebrate your wins from this year. This year has been a tough year anyway. I think for a lot of people that I've been speaking to, 2021 has been more tougher than 2020 because of the, I think, the aftermaths and people adjusting to the new norms and whatever have you. And um, but how have you found you know the the new norm or the new way of living now? Has how has that impacted your business? Well, you know what's fascinating is, and maybe I can attribute this to just practicing listening to the guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually started doing online courses at least four years ago, so before right. the pandemic, and the energy healing work that I've been trained in, I I, I also was able to do it from a distance. So over yeah, the same thing, you don't, you don't need to be in person. You can do it online, of course. Yeah. Yes. So I already had an online platform that I had begun mm. and somehow there's a, here's another thing too, is I decided to leave New York city kind of and step into the unknown. I didn't know where I was heading next. I didn't have a next home. I let go of my home. I gave away almost everything I owned in New York, except for some of the important things like books and clothing and cooking supplies and art. <laughs> um, but everything else pretty, pretty much went. I kept some clothes that I really love. And this ha- this, this is what I did in January of 2020. Okay. So I was meant to travel that whole year and try to find my next home. Um, of course, all of those travel plans and residencies got canceled. And I ended up spending time with my family uh, in Illinois, where I grew up which was a gift in, in and of itself. But mm-hmm. I also, then I one day decided to buy a car and a couple of days later drove out to Montana and live in a relatively small town called Missoula right now. And I was able to just really focus. I'm surrounded by incredibly beautiful nature, which is something that I wanted after 21 years in New York. And I would try to get it, but you know, going to Central Park or Prospect Park in, in New York City isn't quite the same. So, you know, my normal really shifted with the pandemic anyway. So in some ways it's almost hard for me to tell 
Mm. Since, you know, I, you know, it's like two months before lockdown started officially in the United States, I wasn't in my normal place anymore. <laughs> normal, normal had already shifted for you. It totally shifted. So, you know, it's just been, of course, I, I, uh, you know, what's interesting too, is I started kind of saying no to dance gigs that I had put my, you know, I had agreed to do before the pandemic started and would have been canceled anyway. Mm. I don't know. I just find that kind of fascinating. You know, I was pulling myself out of things and, and then just really, you know, what this time has taught me because there's been so many distractions and there's been so many, um, you know, in, in uh, marketing, we call it call to action. Mm. I feel like there's been so many calls to fear mm. in our culture right now. And what happens when we're afraid we're controlled. We can't make decisions from our, our highest selves. And actually, when you were talking about, you know, this thing we do as overachievers, what's next? I couldn't help but hear like, because I know it for myself and I see it in other people, how that's driven by fear, hmm. right? Like the fear of, oh, I can't celebrate myself. I'm not quite good enough. Let me achieve the next thing. Agreed. It, it, it does. There's an element of fear that it's always con- constantly trying to prove yourself, if not to others, than to yourself, that you're good enough, you're worthy enough of, of having the thing that you do have. I completely yeah. agree. It does come from there, but that isn't, that's the thing that with most overachievers, they're always trying, trying, trying because they are afraid of not living up to their own expectations, maybe other people's expectations. And then they always have to achieve X, Y, Z. Otherwise they won't be loved or whatever, you know, the, the, the psychological reason is behind it. But I do agree with that. So that's been an amazing journey. And I, and I, I think we need to learn more from you. I think we need to have you back. But for the time being, um, Michelle, tell everybody, how can we connect with you? How can we um, find you on the internet? Okay. Thank you. Um, just go to michelleboulet.com. It's Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. Boulet is B for boy, O-U-L-E.com. And on my website, I have a free audio practice called Realign Towards Your Dreams. And you know, as a dancer, that word alignment is, Mm. is very key to being able to successfully execute something. Mm. So this is a practice where a person can just listen to a short teaching. It's only 15 minutes, do a little writing, a little meditation and a tiny bit of movement. And I've had people do this for a full week and they tell, they write me and tell me, oh, this has been better than my therapy. (laughs) You know, it just, just introduces people to, to being again, aligned body, mind and Mm. spirit. Um, so that's a great way to connect. And then also on Instagram, michelle.boulet is my social handle. Fantastic. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, remember these links that Michelle has just mentioned will be in the show notes. And if you're watching this on YouTube, then down below in the description section, you'll have her links as well. Do check her out. She sounds amazing. And she's a fellow energy worker. So of course, I'm biased. But I do believe that um, she has something amazing to um, go um, to have to offer to go check around. Well, thank you so much, Michelle, for being such an amazing guest in our Fire Night Future segment. We need to have you back. So we will have you back. And we need to pick your brains in our Money Talkie segment because I think you have a wealth of knowledge that you can share with us. Until then, but thank you so much for joining us today, Michelle. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you for listening to me and Michelle today on Friday Future. I will be back with another amazing guest um, sharing their life secrets, telling us how they change their life by changing their mindset. Until the next time we meet, this is Gold Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website 
www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.